0: here and this is my impression of your neighbor who really likes to talk about the weather well spring may not have a loyalty program but progressive sure does and it's free i know right tell it to old man winter <laughs> enough with the rain already <laughs> but you're automatically enrolled when you sign up so you don't even have to think about it not that you can think about anything in this humidity <laughs> rewarding you from the beginning with progressive's loyalty program it's no polar vortex i can tell you that much where are you going <laughs> loyalty program not available in all states and situations cumulative benefits are limited progressive casualty insurance company
1: Real gon' recognize, real
0: gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real real Only gon' recognize, still, still reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get the shine. Let's so you
1: Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show on this beautiful All-Star Weekend, man. Today was absolutely wonderful in North Carolina. Not really sure where the All-Star, NBA All-Star Weekend, not really sure where it is right now. Don't really care too much, but, uh, you know, North Carolina is beautiful, man. Sunday, February 16th for all the people out there who complain and uh, that listen to the archives of the show. And they have a serious problem because I always forget to say the date. Well, I just don't say the date. So shout out to all my listeners out there that send us tweets or or more often emails or Facebook messages uh, about things that they want to see on the show. Shout out to you guys. You guys are B.I.G. in my book, and I really appreciate all the love and all the support and the attention that you show. Uh, Last week, awesome show with an awesome uh, congressional candidate by the name of Mark Walker, uh, shout out to the Mark Walker team. You can find those guys, uh, Walker for Congress on Twitter, uh, Facebook, all the other places like that. You know, they're out there, they're working, they've got their bootstraps on the ground, and they're trying to make something beautiful happen. So, you know, shout out to uh, Mr. Walker for coming on the show and uh, answering some tough questions, I would say. Uh, I don't know how I would react. With someone such as myself, let me toot my own horn. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know how I would act if I had to uh, answer the questions that he answered on the fly like that. Because let me let me tell you a little bit about KRP Radio. We don't prep our guests like that's something that I've always said I wouldn't do if you know before I went into the, doing a the radio show. You know, you, you go in and you have a conversation about you know the format and. What do you want to get out of it? And, you know, what's the reason you're doing it? You know, you're trying to persuade people to help you. And uh, I remember being in Queens, New York, talking about the direction of the show, what we wanted to to do. And I know some of you people probably seen the video that we recorded for us by us on, on, uh, what's that, YouTube. But uh, anyway, I I never wanted to prep guests. It's like in the business world, you know, everybody has a boss. Like, even if I'm a boss uh, on my job of, of several people, and I have bosses underneath me, and they have bosses underneath them. On occasion, uh, my boss, who doesn't live anywhere near North Carolina, will just pop up. Or I get a phone call from him saying, hey, you know, I'm en route. Not, hey, I'll be there in three or four or five days. Go ahead and fix yourself up, clean all your problems up, and then let me come in and see what a – and let you give me all a false, false premise of what's going on. So, you know, that's how I feel about my guests that come on the show. When they come on the show, I like for them to be genuine. I'm not going to talk much about, uh, or at all even, about any questions that I might have for my guests. You know, I'm not the guy that calls these guests and say, hey, let's talk about, when you come on, let's talk about education. Let's talk about why you didn't vote for this. Let's talk about that. We, we don't do that. You know, it's just not something that we commonly do on the KRP radio show, Cause I ain't built like that. You know, I don't want you to give me some kind of false premise. I don't want you to go sit and prepare. You know, this is not Fox or MSNBC or nothing like that. This is the KRP radio show. This is how I get down, and this is what I do. And I do this show for myself, of course, for my family, and for all of you out there who like nothing but real truth, real talk radio. That's our hashtag, by the way, RTRTR. So that's what we do. And and Mark Walker came on the show last week. And I would like to say that the man showed up and showed out. Uh, I threw a, 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 a bunch of hate at him. You know, I threw a bunch of a bunch of flurries at him. He dodged them. He ducked them. You know, he came back up swinging. Not to say that he dodged any questions. Not to say that he ducked anything that I asked him because he answered every question head on and perfectly, by the way. But you know, I threw a lot of things at him from a lot of, a, a lot of various topics, and the man was able to actually answer those questions and that. That's impressive to me. You know, as a voter, that it's impressive for me for any candidate who's not a politician, by the way. This man is not a politician. He was a pastor, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's impressive for a politician to be able to, 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 to engage with regular people because I'm just a regular guy. I'm nothing special. You know, I, I might be the regular guy that's a representative for the people via radio. So if anything, I'm a representative of all you guys who listen to the KRP radio show. I'm your representative when it comes to... Engaging these and engaging and talking to these candidates. You know what I mean? So I'm doing what I do for all of us. So I appreciate from a, from a representative perspective and from a voter perspective, I appreciate all these people who can engage, who aren't politicians, and, and, and know what they're talking about, okay, and have an idea why they want to run other than they just want a cush job. Not saying that all political jobs are cush, but I'm just saying some of the jobs are cush, okay? Sometimes it's just built that way. Sometimes you got it easy. Sometimes there's, a lot of, there's not a lot of work after the election to do. Not saying that it's easy to run a congressional district. Not saying that it's easy to be any kind of representative of any district or county or, or city or state or what may have you. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is sometimes the job is a little bit cush. If you don't know what Kush is, talk to the weed smokers out there. Shout out to all the weed smokers out there. And no, we do not promote the use of recreation or of any kind of drugs on the KRP radio show. But I know a lot of weed smokers, and they're pretty cool to me. All right? Anyway, 619-638-8559 is the number. If you got some people out there who wants to listen to the show and can't seem to get on the show, give them the phone number. You know? Let them know the website, which is krpradioshow.com. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash K R P Radio Show. We are on Twitter, at symbol, you know that little symbol right before, in case you don't know what at symbol is, that little symbol before your Twitter hashtag or your Twitter uh, name, at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show, K-I-R-P Radio Show, one word, at symbol N-C like North Carolina Pudgy, P-U-D-G-Y. People out there looking for me and they added some other guys. P-U-D-G-Y. Pudgy. Look it up in the dictionary. Y- y'all got to learn how to spell. I understand that they took spelling out of the school, but there's no excuse for you all who don't know how to spell. And please don't look at my Facebook post and criticize me because I never proofread what I'm writing. A lot of times it's off the cuff and I just put it out there. So it is what it is. Also, got to give a shout out to all the people who listen to us on iTunes, baby. Our iTunes has blown up. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to start talking about iTunes more. I don't talk about it that much, but somehow all my listeners out there, you guys, have found it. iTunes is blown up right now. We sit over, and I I hadn't been, I hadn't even been calculating the iTunes, by the way. But altogether, we have over 20 million listeners out there, or 20 million listens. And you know, I appreciate it, man. That's B I G for a show such as this. We don't have a big budget. You know, a lot of this comes out of my pocket. A lot of you guys by word of mouth. I appreciate it. Facebook, retweets, and all this good stuff that you guys do. I do a lot of speeches here and there. You know, a lot of people find the show through that. So I really appreciate all the love that you guys do. Everything that you do to make the KRP radio show the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, baby. And we're probably bigger than that. You know, we're looking for Eminem. Give us a call, man. If anybody knows Slim Shady out there, send him a tweet, send him an email or something. Let them know, man. We're we working on, we're trying to move this on. We're trying to take this on to another plateau. We want to take this KRP radio show and take the show on the road and we're trying to go to Shade Four Five, man, because one thing I know about the Shade Four Five, and I'm not promoting anybody. I just like it. Because all the shows are authentic. People say what they want to say. Even when they have the celebrity guests come on and the musicians and, and the actors and directors and all that good stuff, when they come on there, they get grilled. I mean, they really get grilled. People don't hold back. They say what they want to say. They bring these folks on. And it's entertainment. It's good entertainment because you don't have time to fake it, you know, unless you got some sort of prepared statement like a whole lot of politicians do, which I don't allow on this show because who knows what the hell I might ask him out. Hell, Vince Coakley is going to be on with his lady later, ladies and gentlemen. And I might ask Vince Coakley uh, when's the last time he's kissed his wife's feet. I might ask him a question like that. Ew, right? I know. But I might, you know. You no telling what I might do. I, I might just what? ask him anything. I'm just, yeah, I might just ask Vince Coakley when the last time he's kissed his wife. What? Back. I said I might ask Vince Coakley when's the last time he kissed his wife. What? Back. I ain't forget that. It is what it is. Folks, we got to go to commercial. When we come back, we got Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. She's going to come on here and give us a little bit of frugal tips and tell us a little bit how to save a couple dollars here and there and what we can do to save a little bit of money. You know, it is what it is, man. You listen to the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559. Let somebody know, folks. Soon coming up is my man Vince Coakley, who is running for Congress. And Vince knows what it is to sit behind this mic. Vince has sat behind this mic for a lot of years. Vince has worked on TV and news. And, you know, he's not a stranger to the radio and what goes on in between and inside and outside of radio. So, we're gonna bring him on. That brother is running for Congress, and we want to know why Vince is the choice for Congress. We want to know why he's the man. So we'll be right back in two minutes, My Mr. So bad, so bad. Yes. To the light you can even dance or just have a seat and listen to the way What I am displaying, a different kind of rapper language that I am saying to all the party people that exorbitant. When it comes to rocking parties, I am a info. Maniac, maniac, but do my dance and my record make the music. We'll put you in a 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism If you have any questions or need support We can help The Autism Society of North Carolina Can be reached at 800-442-2762 Again, that's 800-442-2762 Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families Are affected by autism And one out of every 110 children born Will be diagnosed with autism as well If you need to reach them by the web The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
0: It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. <laughs> it is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice.
2: Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like
0: the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion.
1: Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J K k Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaneyeinc.com. Tiffany oh. Oh. Inc. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, welcome back to the KRP radio show your boy Pudgy, man, at Pudgy on Twitter. I need you guys to add me like ASAP. Got to give a shout-out to my folks out there, the Wake County GOP, baby. Having their precinct meetings held in two weeks, 2014, is critical for them. So there's a lot of people out there who don't want to get involved. It is time for you guys to get involved. Make sure you pre-register for your precinct meetings Shout out to all the people out there at Wake County GOP, man. 2014 Wake County GOP is going to wake some people up. They're having pre-seed meetings in 11 different locations. If you got any questions, make sure you log on to www.wakegop.org and somebody can get in touch with you and let you guys know how you can be involved and how you can be in a place and how you can be a part of something absolutely original. These people are doing things absolutely original on that side, so definitely get involved, man, and you know, it's going to be a big party coming up with the Wake GOP, man, real, 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 real soon. So you guys be looking out for that. Be looking out for advertisement that we're going to be running on the show, commercials and all that, on the KRP rent website. And be looking out for more about the Wake GOP on Facebook, facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Welcome to the show, my girl, Charlotte Holder for StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte, what's up? Hey, hey, how's it going? It's wonderful, man. It's beautiful. It's always wonderful. Today was, the snow was melting. It was like 50 degrees out there better, man. I loved it in North Carolina today. What about you? Yes, it was very nice.
3: Although, I was kind of sad to see it melt. I like the snow.
1: <laughs> you like the snow, Charlotte? Yes, I love it. I
3: was the one that was doing the snow dance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's Charlotte's fault, everybody that we got all yep. this mess here in North Carolina because she put on a pamper and she went outside and did the snow <laughs> dance. Sean, <laughs> how was yep. your week, man, through all this stuff anyway?
3: Um, it was good. We, you know, the kids have been all out of school pretty much the whole week, so we've got to have a lot of, you know, family time, so that's been really nice. So I can't complain, although I'm kind of ready for them to go back to school. <laughs> I need, like, a little day off myself.
1: aha, <laughs> uh-huh. see See, there, there's the other part of the truth right there that you got to deal with. It's serious when you got them in a house like that, and they used to be in that school and getting out and working around and all that stuff, but then they work mama's <laughs> nerves, huh? Yep. Of course.
3: Like, cooped up in the house, don't go anywhere, you know. Or they're, like, really tired from sledding all day. So <laughs>
1: Did you guys yeah. do a snow challenge? <laughs> What's well, a snow challenge? I really don't know what a snow challenge is. i just been seeing it. I, I've seen it trending, and a lot of people will do uh, uh, different little crazy things and record them and, and put them on social media. They'll jump in the snow uh, with shorts on or no shoes and socks on. Uh, I don't know what a snow challenge is. Crazy stuff people do in the snow and put them online. That's what a snow challenge is. Did you guys do that? No,
3: no snow challenges here. We just did some sledding, myself included.
1: Sweating? Did you say sledding? we all
3: like snow, so. so it's a sled, and and you know, I it's funny because um, I get out there with them, and then they like want to jump on us and ride down the hill, so we have a good time.
1: Oh, sledding! I thought you said sweating. I was like, Charlotte, okay. We're not trying to hear about you guys trying to make another baby. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> sledding. <laughs> I, sledding, sled, sled. All right. All right. I'm about to keep it P G. Yeah, I don't want to keep it PG for a minute. I mean, you know, when people cooped yeah. up in the house, they do some they do some things, Charlotte. And I didn't know. You said sweating. I'm I'm thinking, you know, okay, they working on having another baby or something, so I'm saying, get your <laughs> sweat, sweat on. Okay. All right, That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 move past that real quick. So let me ask you something. Uh, income tax time, man. People are spending money. I've seen the thirty-day tags. We call them tax time ballers, balling. I wish I had this on balling right now. We got to get that anyway. Uh, I don't call them tax time ballers. I call them tax time ballers. I'm lying. Yes, I do. I call them tax time ballers too. Thirty-day taggers. People are spending money all over the place. What do you recommend people do with their tax refunds right now?
3: Um, you know. Of course, save. I mean, you never know when you're gonna have a rainy day, you know, and when it rains, it pours typically so um, if you can, save the money and um you know, we talked last week about you know using your tax refund to pay off debt um mm-hmm. so that will be of course number one but my my second obviously rule would be to save. Don't blow it just because you got it. I, you know, I can't tell you how many people I've seen, you know, Facebook, social media, whatever, saying, you know, can't wait to get my tax return so I can spend it on X, Y, and Z. Most people have their tax returns spent before they even get them. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. We've been there before. Um, but, you know, try to be smart with your money mm-hmm. if you get if you get a tax return. Um, I will say... Uh, to, you know, this year the tax um, the taxes have kind of changed, which won't, you know, affect you when you're filing your taxes, but, um, you know, you'll see it in the next year. But, you know, I will say that it's important to, um, you know, most people say, let me take out the most amount of taxes, let's claim zero, so that they'll take the most amount out, and I'll get a huge check. Um, but I, I disagree with that, Um You know, if you're fairly good at at doing your own taxes or whatever, um, the best thing to do is to take out, you know, bump your percentage up so that they take out the least amount. Because you doing that is is basically you having the IRS build you a savings and Mm -hmm. they're making the interest off of it. So um, if if you're wanting to have that big, huge refund, all that is is them – taking more money out and, and saving it for you. So start your own savings account and start accruing your own interest. Um so that's my biggest tip. Mo, you know, most people have it wrong. Um, you're just letting Uncle Sam earn money off of you.
1: <laughs> Amen for that. I'm always saying that to people, and nobody believes me. So now you got to believe the frugal lady, the money lady. She's telling you all how to <laughs> save a couple dollars. Y'all got me on here looking like I'm crazy when I talk about this stuff and people are tweeting, Pudgy don't know what he's talking about. He's trying to take our tax returns, kill him, stuff to Pudgy. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> no, I want y'all to tax my ball, too. Ball out.
3: Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's fun to to be able to have that chunk of change and, you know, not really have to sweat it out when it leaves the door because it's not like you really had it. But there, too, um, like I said in the beginning, you don't know when something's going to happen. It's, good to build your cushion Um, you know you need to have some kind of safety net you need to have an emergency fund your credit card is not your emergency fund Um, so if you don't already have an emergency fund you need to start that and now is the best time to do it because you're not having to take any out of your your earned paycheck to set aside this is something that you're already uh, you know it's kind of like you're getting it and it's free money in, in so many words So you can look at it that way. But definitely um, save, save, save. And I'm not saying you have to save it all. If there's, like, a little something you want to spend, fine. You know, I've always said um, my huge thing is within moderation. So, um, you know, it's okay to splurge every once in a while because Mm -hmm. if you withhold and, um, you know, cut back all the time, then you're going to blow money in the end because you've kind of withheld. It's kind of like with the diet. If you just starve yourself, you're going to just totally ruin your diet because you're <laughs> going to break at some point. So it's the same thing with money. <laughs> so, you, I you know, we're in moderation. So, yeah, but, yeah, definitely that my first, first rule was um, to pay off your debt with it. Second rule is to save money if you don't have debt. Um, so those, those would be my two top rules for your tax earnings or whatever you have it. But, um, I, yeah, just I want to reiterate about, um, you know, taking the percentage out. Just don't claim zero just because you want to have that money at the end. You're you're wasting so much of your hard-earned money um, and giving that um, back to the, to the IRS. So um, just be careful
1: ask if you don't know i mean hey what can i say when i have the lady who knows what she's talking about when it comes to saving dollars i mean go to stretchingyourbudget.com and you'll see exactly what i see all the time and what millions of other people see is charlotte teaching the world on how to live a little bit more frugal and that's definitely something i can appreciate i mean i think everybody can appreciate it but you do it so very well and this lady just told you guys to not to claim zero. She told you not to claim zero, excuse me. So don't claim zero. Stop claiming zero. <laughs> Giving the government your money on the loan. Hey, look, Charlotte, I look at it like this, right? When we owe right. them, we have to pay interest. Yep. When they owe us, we don't know if we'll ever get it. Think about that. <laughs> 619-638-8559. On the air with the frugal lady stretchingyourbudget.com com is a website. Charlotte, how else can people get in touch with you?
3: Um, you can find us on Facebook, um, by searching Tried Super Saver, or typing um, in the URL URL Facebook dot com forward slash stretching your budget. You can also find us on Twitter at symbol stretch your budget S T R E T C H U R budget. Um, You know, we're on Instagram, Stretching Your Budget as well. Um, You can just, our Facebook page has all of our social media outlets uh, on the top right-hand corner. So, you check out StretchingYourBudget.com. You'll see um, all the many ways you can get in touch with us.
1: There it is, folks. So many different ways to get in touch with Charlotte. And I promise you guys, you will not be disappointed. I mean, she always has some wonderful tips on there. She's always promoting some amazing things. And I definitely appreciate what you do, Charlotte. I, I can't tell you enough. O- on a serious note, I really can't tell you enough how much I appreciate what you do. And I can tell you personally, you've saved money in my household, probably at this point, uh, somewhere to the thousands. So, you know, wow. since I've been knowing you, from, I, I really appreciate it. from the bottom of my heart. I really thank you. And I appreciate what you do and what you do for everybody. It's not like you get paid for this. Charlotte is not making money for this. She does this out of her kindness for people, you know? So you mm-hmm. got to appreciate people like that. It's just like volunteer coaches and volunteer staff and volunteer this and that. This is what she does, and this is her contribution to help people. So you definitely, we definitely appreciate you for that, Charlotte. And uh, you know what? We'll see you next week. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, tax money and savings and things around that nature. If you could give us something else next week, please. All
3: right, definitely. Have
1: a good week. All right, have a good week. Tell your family hello. is the number, folks. KIRP Radio Show backslash nothing. This is what it is, krpradioshow.com. No backslash, nothing it. Log on to the website, let us know what you feel, folks. If you got any comments and you want to send us a comment and you feel some kind of way about something I might say, like I get emails from people and they pissed off about this and they talk about that and they don't like me and they don't like my voice and, and they don't like me talking about the president and I ain't going to say his name because I talk about all of them, but they don't like me talking about none of them. Conservatives don't like me talking about Bush, and, and Democrats don't like me talking about Obama, and most of y'all don't like me talking about your mama. The address is KRPRadio at gmail.com. One commercial, we'll be back with the great bitch. Go, Fleet! And who's thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day. Running from the police, that's right. Mama, catch me, for the wolf into my backside. And even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. Finally understand
0: For a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man You always was committed Of course Sound Shoe Songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S O U N D. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
2: When you have cable and your picture freezes, you get irritable. When you get irritable, your work suffers. When your work suffers, the wrong man is convicted. When the wrong man is convicted, he has time to think. When he has time to think, he thinks about you a lot and when he thinks about you a lot your house explodes don't have your house explode get rid of cable and upgrade to direct TV call 1-800-DIRECT-TV
0: how many more innocent people
2: how many more how many more what has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history
0: democide or death by government has killed 290 million people on record look it up go look it up in the 20th century Government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. U.S.S.R. 61,911,000
2: people killed. Hitler's Germany, nearly 21 million
0: people killed. Japan's imperialism, nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization, killed over 50 million people.
2: Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government. 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987.
1: And the list goes on and on. Demand to know why the Department of Homeland Security bought more than 1.6 billion
2: hollow-point bullets. How many more people does government have to kill? Enough. Enough.
0: Demand an end to citizen disarmament.
2: As an American. As an American citizen. As a patriot.
0: For your children.
2: Enough of the people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time.
0: It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die. It's time to realize.
1: Welcome back to the Love Hour with a little bit of confunction love. No, I'm just kidding. I thought Vince would get a kick out of that. Anyway, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, baby. Number one, real truth, real talk radio show in the land, over 20 million. We do a B.I.G., and I appreciate all you guys out there for listening to the show. I'm not going to keep you waiting. We got my man Vince Coakley here on the air with us this evening. Mr. Coakley, how are you, sir?
2: Hey, you're doing great, man. Good to talk with you again.
1: Beautiful to talk to you, brother. And and by the way, th- it, for you guys who don't know, Vince knows what it feels like to be on. Matter of fact, Vince is the vet. I mean, Vince is the, the guard MC, as they say. He is the man from behind the mic and the news anchor desk. Vince has done this B.I.G. for a lot, a lot, a lot of years, man. How many years you got at this, Vince?
2: Uh, did you have to give, give a hint as to how old I am, man? Come on, what's up with that? Um, Actually, I was in television news for about 20 years, and I've probably been doing talk now for about four or five on top of that, and, uh, you know, did about, uh, before that, maybe 10 or so years as a disc jockey and other things like that. So I've been in broadcasting over 30 years.
1: You are the vet, man, and and I I take my hat (laughs) off to you because that that is a tough job. It is a tough environment. Oof, and there's a lot that goes on. It's really fast-paced, and things change really quick. So to last that long in the game and to be in the game that long is, is major. So shouts out to you for that. And and I, I've read a bunch um, of you being a, what they call a recovering TV news anchor. <laughs> well, what does yeah. that mean, a recovering TV news anchor?
2: Uh, well, if you've been in it, you know what it means. Uh, you know it's really amazing about this um all the people i know who have been in television news i have not met a single person who has left that has one mm-hmm. regret about not being in it anymore i mean i mean i had a conversation mm-hmm. with someone just the other day i hadn't talked to in years and uh they were just talking about you. Know, no matter what the circumstances are they're, they're universally it's don't miss it don't miss it at all
1: that's amazing man because it's you know we see these people as being anchors in the community. You got yourself included, uh, a lot of the news anchors that we all share in our in our uh viewing areas. you know we see those people as being almost part of the family. I mean, I can remember growing up watching certain people every day, you know and and you're one of those guys that somebody grew up on out there. So you know how does that feel? Is there, is there something that a certain aura that you feel like you carry you know in the community that you know in in Charlotte at least?
2: Well, in terms of uh, name recognition and people recognizing who you are and you go out different places, oh, yes, and that still happens. And to the extent Mm -hmm. that that's something that can be used for good, like now when I'm running for office, that's great. Uh, And and that was really, uh, Fudgy, to be honest with you, that was the thing that always was a burden on my heart because I always wanted to really talk much more in depth about things that really mattered. And that was always my frustration. I didn't. I didn't want to just be known as the guy. You know, you're the news guy, and and that's you know, there's a certain value in that. But I think uh, I would love to be able to contribute something a lot more redemptive to people, which is one of the reasons why I'm pursuing the course I'm on now.
1: Well, let's just jump into that then, since we we're, we're moving right along here. And uh, you're right. I, I think that I think it's amazing that. You know someone such as yourself, who people already trust. Let's just put it out there. Like I said, you know, a lot of people have grown up with you, and 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 years have went on, and and kids have been raised off of watching Vince every day, you know, <laughs> or, or listening to Vince every day on the way to work or from work or what may okay. have you. And uh, there's a lot of weight that goes along with that. So, what are the people saying about Vince running for Congress? What 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 are you what are you hearing out there? Well. You know, it depends on where
2: you go. I mean, I'll tell you one thing for sure. I mean, obviously, the radio audience. uh, I do a show out of Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, of course, the people who have listened to me in Charlotte, uh, people that are connected in that way, they are just uh, beside themselves with excitement about this. I was at an event in Rowan County last night. Just a great reception. We did our rollout announcement a couple of weeks ago. Just received well everywhere I've gone, and. Also, going uh, just in canvassing, going to people's neighborhoods, visiting them, getting to know them, wanting to find out what are the issues on their hearts and concerns. There's this, there's this a sense of shock. It's kind of like you're the guy who's on the news. You know, <laughs> they can't believe I've actually come to their home, and yeah. there's a sense of excitement that you know here's somebody who uh, used to be on the television, and here she is right in front of me asking you know what's going on in my life. So. Um, to the extent that that's, you know, that's that's really good. I, I've been really appreciative of that kind of reception. It's been good stuff.
1: Nice. That, that's that's wonderful to hear, too, because there are a lot of people watching. There are a few new faces uh, in in the congressional race this year. Shout out to all you guys for, for actually standing up for what you believe. And uh, one thing that Vince Copley believes that I read here and that I know to be true is that uh, he says he's a conservative. Now, Vince, people who listen to this show and who know me, because anywhere I go, I always say that conservatism is uh, self-proclaimed. Like, it's up to us to define what conservatism is and don't allow anybody to define who you are. So what's conservatism means t- to you?
2: Well, I think one of the things that – I don't know where you saw that, actually, but um, I have uh, – and, and a lot of this has been shaped by my time. As a broadcaster, and, and I can say that that's really where I've developed my voice in recent years and along political lines, and I really use very different language because uh, mm. and that's one word I don't use very much because I don't think it means anything. Uh, I've gotten mm. rid of the liberal conservative, right and left wing. You know, I have a friend in Kentucky who says, you know, left and white right wings are for chickens, and I and I tend mm. to, to agree with that. I, here's what I say. I believe in the values of the Constitution. If it's not in the Constitution, the federal government had not have any business doing it. And mm-hmm. I, what I like to do is to communicate what I call a liberty message. So it, everything emanates from freedom. It begins with our freedoms, our own sovereignty as human beings. I was at an event, as I mentioned last night, in Rowan County with my good friend Greg Brannon, who's running for Senate. And I, that's one of the things I appreciate about his message that he talks about. You know, the question of, hey, who is sovereign? You know, obviously, above all, God is Sovereign, capital S. But, you know, our system is based on the sovereignty of human beings. We are giving the right to be governed to the people that we elect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, they can only do, they're only supposed to do, what is enumerated in the Constitution. And that's that basically sums up my belief system. So if you're looking for... Um, You know, whatever it is you're looking to do uh, in terms of progress, it's got to start there. But here's the other thing I want to emphasize, Pudgy. None of this stuff, I don't care what political stuff we talk about, none of it's going to work unless we have the foundation of our own lives intact and our families and our communities. That's the basis of everything. This all depends on strong moral foundations because if we don't have the relational Connections and our families and those Things no amount of government Spending government programs government Anything is going to save us It's just that simple
1: You're my Guest and and When I have people over to my house You know you just call me a punk right Vince You just you just call me a punk and you're in my house And you call me a punk but because you're in my house And drinking my tea and you're my guest you can Say what you want but you just call me a punk man And and that's okay though I that's called a you key. a you're punk how I do that <laughs> you call me a chicken, man, because I I do I define I self define myself as is conservatives, man, and and I think right. it's important nothing that we do that, that. huh? Nothing, nothing. Let me just say
2: nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong with it, and I'm not saying that to take issue with you. I'm just saying that for me, I want to make sure because a lot of times when you it's one thing when you're doing talk radio, it's another thing. Yeah. When you're out as a candidate, once you get a label that's put on you, a lot of times people don't even know what those words mean. And mm. so they end up, oh, he's one of those conservatives. And you know, and I can testify for my own family that conservative meant um, southern, um, southern white political bigots. Mm. And I think unfortunately that carries to this day. There are a lot of people – that's their image of what conservative means.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. It's no attack on you, but it is to say that for me and the campaign I'm running, I'm trying to transcend those labels because I want people to listen to specifically what I have to say and what it means before they hear a label. You know, and we can throw around whether it's labels like Conservative or Tea Party or Republican. I want people to get to know Vince Coakley uh, without those labels necessarily being attached. But in the sense, in the good way of what you mean by conservative, yes, I embrace that. Uh, but I think Honestly, it's very important I, I that was, we don't assume that people know what those things mean.
1: Absolutely. So you're cool, man. I didn't call
2: that. I know. I didn't, didn't, have, a, I didn't have a cool, serious man.
1: problem with that. It was, I, I was more <laughs> gentle than this. <anything. laughs> I know it's how awful. you are, man. Yeah, my man. And, and, and you know, with, with that said, though, I, I think that's important, too. I, I think it's very important that, you know, you're able to discern and understand from all sorts of angles and all sides and understand that, hey, you know what? Here's somebody that will listen to all people, because guess what? You're going to represent all people should you win the congressional seat, right? Yep.
2: Absolutely. And that's I was just thinking about that today, man, because. Uh, I, I, was, I played a clip today, and, and you may remember this a few weeks ago. Do you remember when all the Obamacare problems were happening during the rollout? And uh, Kathleen Sebelius was talking about people calling for her to resign, and she made the comment oh, yeah. well, a lot of the people calling you know, for me to resign are people I don't work for. You know, this is one arrogant woman. And unfortunately, this is systematic – this is really symptomatic of what's happened to our government. There are people that say, I don't work for you because you disagree with me. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's not true. And even though the majority of the people in this district are Democrats, I would hope, in fact, what I'm doing is I'm appealing to them, saying, hey, give me the chance to go in – and do something and and work in a way that's very different than anybody who has served in this particular uh district before, and I want to serve mm-hmm. all of you that's the message I'm not here so much to to drag you in some particular direction i want to I'm here to be a servant that's why i'm right and, and
1: and 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 being somebody you know that that really understands i mean hell you's been doing the news that long and and Actually, being in the community at events and and being a part of the community, you definitely understand what it takes. And and it's it's funny you say that too because you're it's going to be tough to win where you are, depending upon how you run and and, and what quote unquote label you're going to run under. But what if you're adopted by like some sort of let's say what, like the Tea Party? What if the Tea Party adopts you? I don't I don't know how you feel about the Tea Party, but you know what if a group like the Tea Party adopts you? Knowing what kind of district you're running in, you know, does that damage you? Well, I mean, I, I think you'd have to
2: characterize what it means by adopt. Here's here's something I said tonight, I mean, last night at a group that I think would be very friendly to uh, Tea Party type people. is One of the things that the media has been successful at doing is perpetuating this myth that the Tea Party is anti-black and it's anti-Obama and all this other foolishness. Uh, it's you know and, and you 've heard, heard the language of taking the country back, and yeah. if you watch the foolishness and you watch the beta males on MSNBC for instance, that means that right. they want to take the country back from a black man, uh, which is just <laughs> pure lunacy what it 's about, Absolutely. and I think if the if and this is what i 'm hoping. That as we communicate the message as to what's happened to this country and the wealth that's being stolen from people, how jobs and opportunity and freedom are being taken away from us systematically, I hope every person will recognize that we are all under attack. All of our freedoms are being undermined, and those of us who have the least means, we are the ones who've lost the most. So we all need to take our country back. So really, the people who are – in a position of having the the least, they should be at the top of the list and recognizing to reclaim our country because it's been taken over by corporate interests and by people who clearly do not have our best interests at heart. I mean, look, you know this as well as I do. The people suffering the most from this president's policies are the people who voted for him. And they yep. need to understand that this is much bigger than Barack Obama This is something that's been at work for decades, the so-called war on poverty, all of these programs. See, what our economy needs now, we need our economy to work, and we need 21st century jobs. We don't need more food stamps. We don't need more unemployment extensions. We need jobs. And the American people, and especially in the 12th district, should not settle for the crumbs coming from the government's table.
1: Woo. Preach, Vince, preach! Like that, man. Amen. Shout out to my brother, Vince Coakley, on the air with Vince Coakley right now, congressional candidate, man. Uh, 619-638-8559. Tweet the number, folks. Let us know what the number is if you guys want to listen in on this conversation that we have, we're have. we having. Vince, with all that said, and, and, you know, you're talking about policies and, you know, how people are being affected, I think in America we're in an awkward position. Um, I think in very short... We could easily be swayed to the point of no return, and when I say the point of no return, I'm talking maybe a, a, a fifty to a hundred years of the same type of policies if we don't if policies if we don't clean up our act. Let's say right now. So, Vince Coakley in Congress, uh, what's like? What's your first agenda? What, you know, what's first on your list of things to do?
2: Well, there's a couple of things to do. And I think one of the first ones, you know, I think people complain a lot about stopping the current agenda. And that is first and foremost, you have to stop the bleeding. You know, by every measure, for instance, this is supposed to be a majority-minority district. And, you know, again, the people who have suffered most are the ones who have been the most supportive of this president and his policies. So yes, we need to stop it in this tracks. We need to stop the further implementation of Obamacare, which, which is destroying jobs. And it's also, you know, here's an issue I hope we can have time to go into detail. You're going to lose. Let me say something very emphatically. If we allow full implementation of this, there will be health care rationing and this mm-hmm. is going to have a disproportionately bad effect on minorities, the poor, and the elderly. This is an mm-hmm. abomination, and it has to be stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to encourage people to go to my website, CoakleyForCongress.com, and you'll see some things I've already posted. There will be some additional things there. But here's what I here's what I want to do first and foremost, Pudgy, and that's this. So I, I do not well, – I'm going to make it very clear, people. I have no interest in cutting anybody off at the knees. So, you know, you're not going to see me go and advocate, let's get rid of all these programs. You know, the first place to start is with a government Mm -hmm. bureaucracy. Let's start getting rid of the education department. Let's start getting rid of the commerce department. Let's go through and get rid of all of these regulatory agencies that are stealing our wealth and are enriching all of these corporations and businesses that are regulating people rather than generating jobs for Americans. That's the first place we need to start so we can get our economy going, because we need jobs. That's that's business item number one. Mm -hmm. First thing, and, and beyond that, I would love to just go through systematically our entire system of law and just get rid of stuff that the federal government has no business being involved in. Uh, and this is going to save money, it's going to save time, and it's going to unwrap the American people from the bondage that they're in that's unfortunately locking up our economy. There's, there's a lot of money out there, Pudgy, that's not in our economy. It's not being mm-hmm. released for jobs and opportunity because people are afraid, what's the federal government going to do to them next?
1: That's, that's got to stop. Absolutely. Man, there's there's a lot of planning uh, going on right now around the country. Uh, I'll say with this administration, there's a lot of planning that they have been doing. And it seems like to me, step by step by step, they're actually going through their course of plans on things that they said they were going to do. And it's all it's almost like uh, we don't have any way to stop them. I mean, no matter what the votes are, no matter what happens, no matter who's speaking. this agenda this machine continues on and and it's, it's like this thing is a monster and it keeps growing and growing and growing and reaching and reaching and reaching into our lives into things that we don't even want with that going on the overstepping of government i guess i said all that to just say the overstepping of government seems to be a machine that can't be stopped you know how do you resonate that to a district of voters who just Either don't get it or don't want to get
2: it. you know, there's, those are two issues that are that are key. I think this goes back to what's going on in in the church world, which is another story altogether. Um, in the sense of, there's always a need, and and we know this that part of part of the gospel, for instance, is a message of taking the gospel to the world, to the uttermost parts of the earth. I view that the liberty message in the same way, not obviously Mm -hmm. with the same level of importance, but it's something that needs to be spread and shared to everybody. Here's part of what I believe is going on here. It's one of the reasons I'm running into twelfth, Pudgy, is because I think that we have deprived people from this message of liberty because we have assumed that they won't listen to it. The Mm -hmm. problem is… Uh, I I do – the intro for my show that I do in Greenville, one of my favorite quotes is from Ronald Reagan where he talks about bold colors, not pastels. The problem is many of us who call ourselves republicans and conservatives, we have offered nothing but ugly pastels. And do we wonder why people are turning down and don't want what we have? A bold message of liberty is something that's about opportunity and jobs and it should be attractive to people. But the first thing you have to do is to let people know that you care. And that's first and foremost. And I, that's, you know, just by my appearances, going to people where they are, meeting them and connecting with them, that's what I wanna communicate first and foremost. I care for you. I didn't run in a safe, a quote, safe district. I'm running in a district that's not safe because I, it's more important to me to spread the message of liberty than it is for me to simply advance myself and do something that's safe and comfortable. So I hope that also communicates something too—that I don't want anybody left
1: behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that, that I think that says a lot. If you ask me, uh, it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing, and especially in a district that a lot of people say is impossible for you to win. Your message is definitely right, and I think you got to carry on that and definitely shake a lot of hands. This is going to be something where you're going to have to get out, and I'm no specialist. I have helped with some folks' campaigns, but this is something you're going to have to do The Vince Kofi, you know, get out and meet people, smile and say hello and, and ask what their concern is. So you're the guy for that, Vince, man, and I definitely wish you the best on that. Let, let me go ahead because I'm not going to – I'm not going to cut you off in four minutes. I got a couple more questions that I want to go through. But um, when hearing news about the Keystone Pipeline, you know, I, what's your thoughts on that? Should you be elected to Congress?
2: There, there's no reason in the world. And, in fact, I would love – you know what I would love more than anything on this particular subject, Pudgy? I would love to see, as such a smackdown that, that happens on election night – that a supermajority, and I don't care if it's Democrat or Republican, but a supermajority of people in both houses are committed to making the pipeline go forward. And they pretty much demand that this happens, that there is such a mandate that develops after this election that there's no way to stop the pipeline, that it goes forward. There, you know, I think there was a report that came out just a couple of weeks ago. This is basically said, you know, I don't believe in all of this foolishness with global warming anyway, but they said that there's, there's little environmental impact in terms of concern about greenhouse gases. Uh, there's no reason in the world not to do this pipeline. Here's a ready-made opportunity for jobs and for energy from one of our best friends, Canada. Hello. Especially in the environment that we have created in the Middle East by radicalizing the worst possible people. Uh, we need this source of energy, and we should have been tapping this source of energy long before now. These delays are unnecessary. We need to put the foot on the gas literally and make this thing happen.
1: Right on to that, brother, right on to that. Um, you know, the only reason I mentioned the Keystone Pipeline is because, you know, looking at North Carolina, I guess we're somewhere around 8% right now. Uh, unemployment, I'm not sure what the actual numbers are. Forgive me for that somewhere between 8 and 10, I believe, maybe seven and a half is the national number. I'm not sure at this moment. But, uh, you know, North Carolina is is doing some things. Shout out to Governor McCrory uh, and, and uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest with education. Uh, they've just given the teachers a raise. Uh, looks like entry level will receive a 14% increase here shortly, and they're going to do something with the veterans as well. They've made a commitment to education in North Carolina. But we remain to be ranked uh, 48th. In the country, you know, what's your take on education in North Carolina? And do you believe uh, Governor or and Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest are going at it the right way?
2: Well, first, I would put out this reminder that, and from my perspective, education is a state issue. And one of the things that I think has to happen from a congressional standpoint is to cut the tie, cut the blackmailing and bribery that takes place that causes the federal government to basically make the states do uh, what they want. And I think that's the first thing that needs to happen. That's why I favor getting rid of the education department uh, mm-hmm. on the local level, a state level. Uh, I, I, I definitely think it's a good thing to raise the teacher salaries, but in, in the midst of this, I think we also need to make sure we're keeping our eye on the ball. Uh, I had this conversation with a good friend of mine who's in the state legislature and one of the things he told me is that and a lot of people don't know this budget. Sixty percent of North Carolina's budget goes to education. You know, I've had all kinds of people and, and they've complained about, you know, teachers are getting screwed and all that you know, and, and I hear that. But before we go trying to figure out finding additional money for teachers, and, and I think that's great, we've found the money, we need to be looking and asking the question, where is this sixty percent, where is this money going? I think what we're gonna find is we've got a bunch of top-heavy, administrator-heavy systems where they need to do some paring back, and that money needs to go to teachers and not to people sitting in offices with pens and pencils and paper. Uh, That's what needs to happen. And unfortunately, uh, I, I think there's a danger here in finding the money for teachers by approving additional teacher salary money that we're going to ignore the issue of top-heavy administrative systems. We need mm. to start looking at reform within the state to trim these things down. But the bigger issue I, I think we need to advocate that transcends all of this budget is school choice. I believe the money needs to follow the student. Let the parents decide where they want their, their student to go and take those funds with them. School choice.
1: I'm 1000% for school choice, buddy, as a as a homeschool parent this year. 1000% <laughs> for Same school here. choice. Same Definitely here. Same here. I've always uh, supported charter schools, so that is a big thing. Although I will say I, I thought that was a a great move by the uh, McCrory administration right now, or I'll say North Carolina. It is. It, wasn't it is. Just so solely Pat McCrory. I I've had issues with um I think a lot of people know. I've had issues with things that uh Governor McCrory has done or or I guess you want to call it. Some call him Mayor Pat. You know, I've had issues with things that he's done in Charlotte, and I don't. One thing I I didn't quite agree with looking at the twelfth your your district. You know, what I didn't think it was the right decision by not holding a special election in the twelfth. You know, instead of waiting until these to November. How, how did you feel about that? And other candidates. What you know? What are people saying about that?
2: Well, I was I was certainly disappointed about it. I um, you know I I did in advance uh, call on the governor to uh, actually um, allow this process to take place earlier than it did and um, communicated that very emphatically Uh, but he made the decision that he did and um, i'm uh, prepared to just uh, go through and follow the process as it set out i mean that's one thing i don't want to do is focus on the circumstances that are not here i want to focus on what, is he, right what it does is it gives us an opportunity, gives us more time to spread our message throughout the district of uh, freedom and, and a strong economy and jobs. And so I'm going to take it as a positive, even though I would have preferred that this uh, happened sooner.
1: I think you and a lot of other people, including myself, but like, like you said, it is what it is. Uh, you know, bygones be bygones. Um, Vince, you know, real brief, man, I, I'll keep you on just for a couple more minutes here, but, what will the people get from Vince Coakley uh, by supporting you? What 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 will you offer to the people? What can they uh, rest assured that Vince Vince Coakley is going to be this type of guy?
2: Well, what they're not getting is a politician, and that's the last thing that I would ever want to become. Like uh, what that. they will get, I hope the end, what they will get and they will see – in the course of the next 10 months is they'll be engaging with a man who is uh, not just individually, but in the people that I have that are helping to engage the district with me, that they'll receive something in the here and now. I Mm -hmm. I want to deliver a message about empowerment to people rather than empowering government. See, if you Mm -hmm. send another person – to Washington, D.C., with the expectation they're going to, quote, bring something back. You're still in a place of dependence where you don't belong. What I want to do is to help people to be empowered, and this begins right at home. And and really, my message for people is the resources for this district to prosper are in the 12th district. They're already Mm -hmm. here. It begins with us. So we first have to exercise our own sovereignty, our own leadership, and reclaim our own families, neighborhoods, and communities. That is first and foremost, because once we're in that position of power, then we can tell Washington, you know, using me as the conduit, what Mm -hmm. you want done, what is supposed to be done. Now, the problem is this dynamic has been flipped rather than us dictating to Washington – We have Washington dictating to us. Now, people need to understand, even though they may be getting programs and services from the federal government, there are strings attached. Their goal is to bring you to a place of ongoing forever dependency on them, which means they're in charge. That means that you're dependent on them forever. And so they can scare you every election cycle. You know, if these people get elected, they're going to take this or that away from you. See, Mm -hmm. in a real system, the way this was supposed to be set set up, nobody should be able to take anything away from you. And so the idea that somebody can take something away from you means that you don't really have anything to start with. And I think you understand what I mean by that. Because what government does is they take – they take – and so what we have to be careful about, and I hope people come to understand this, if you empower people to take life, liberty, and, and the pursuit of happiness or life, liberty, and property from other people, you also empower them to do the same thing to you. This mindset has to be changed, and this is part of what I'll be talking about as well as I post on pokelyforcongress.com. I'll be talking about these issues and how we we – can reclaim our own communities, neighborhoods, families, and we can prosper and do that without the government. And and the important thing is we can do it despite the government and, and allow our own wealth, our own freedom to flourish. That's really what I want to see. So I hope throughout the campaign people will see, you know, I hope as I interact with people, whether it's individual or in a group, I hope that mm-hmm. people recognize. Wow, I feel like I've already received something from Vince just by his appearance here and what he shared with us. I hope I'm able to impart something, rather than thinking we've got to get him elected so he can get something from Washington.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Vince, it's uh, man, it's it's been a pleasure. I got a couple more things, and we're gonna we're gonna end this. So but I I definitely do you one of <laughs> Well, that was excellent. I think a lot of people needed to hear that who were, pro- who were probably listening to this show tonight as, as maybe reassurance. Um, you know, oftentimes people come along and they run for office and they say, you know, they're not a politician. And then the special interest groups start coming out of the yin yang. So, you know, I think this was some reassurance for people. And I definitely appreciate that uh, coming from you from the horse's mouth, as, as the old folks say. Um <laughs> Last thing here and this this is this came from Facebook. Shout out to uh my listener Spike and uh this this is presented by Spike and you know he he gets all credit and all uh promoter's credit for this segment right here these last 5 minutes but uh Voter ID just want to get your take on Voter ID and uh in, in across the nation.
2: It's all it's basic, it's common sense. Um there's there's no reason in the world why we should not verify who people are when they're going to vote. In fact, let me just tell you something briefly, and you probably know this. The fact of the matter is most people in the black community are actually in favor of voter ID. Did you know that? Uh, there are yeah. figures between 75 and 83%. I've seen two different polls. and And the reason I bring this issue up is you need to understand that – There are people that want to use this. This is really not about voter ID per se. This is about an election year issue to scare you that somehow Republicans are going to take us back to the days of Jim Crow. Now, you need to know a couple of things. One of them is, you know, people very, very uh, appropriately so, they praised uh, Nelson Mandela. Well, did you know South African elections require identification? And and if you want to know what this is like, ask yourself what you would do if you were this person. I was at an event a couple weeks ago. I actually met a guy who said his daughter went to vote. By the time she got there to vote, she was told, I'm sorry, you've already voted. Someone (laughs) voted in her place. No recourse whatsoever. There's nothing you can do about that. This goes on all the time. And so what we need to understand is those people who are looking to Uh, fight against voter ID legislation, what they're looking to do is to have the wiggle room to be able to manipulate elections and to cheat. That's what this is about. This is why, one of the reasons why, the administration is going after uh, organizations like True the Vote, because they have documented voter fraud, and they're fighting against it. This is one of the reasons why uh, they don't want this organization to have tax-exempt status, Mm -hmm. because... What they want to do is to manipulate the system, and this isn't going to help any of us. This is about them. Let me understand. Let me just add something very quickly about us and them. The only us and them you need to keep in mind is the elites in Washington, D.C. who want to control us and we the people. We the people need to figure out we need to come together, whether it's Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. I don't care what the label is the sooner we figure out that these people are trying to divide us to keep us from fighting them and their policies the better off we're all going to be but what the what the the, the elites are trying to do is to use whatever issues they can to divide us and have us fighting each other over stupid stuff absolutely so what what ends up happening is we're distracted by these lesser issues and while at the same time, what they're doing is grabbing more and more power and enslaving us in our own country. That's what they're doing.
1: Jeez, man, that's that's. When we start talking about elites, man, that's a conversation we're gonna have to have over a glass of country tea, sweet tea around hey, We these parts, man. We have, man, we we definitely have to get together on that, folks. Um, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, the amazing Vince Coakley, man. Another round of applause for brother Vince Coakley, please. <laughs>
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you and very And don't forget to check out, don't forget check
1: out That's where I was going, man. Cozyforcongress.com, and let the people know where you know, where else they can find you, Vince. Uh You know, maybe you got some engagements coming up where you'll be live, and let people know how they can support you monetarily too, because it takes money to win these to win these battles like this, man.
2: Absolutely, it does. You know, and you know, and this is not unusual, but. Uh, most of the time, it's just regular people making contributions. You may not think it's a big deal, but every bit counts. Every bit counts, and you can do that on the Coakley for Congress website. There's a place where you can donate. You can make a contribution. All that information's there. You can also uh, check out. We've got a Facebook page, Coakley for Congress, and uh, just continue to follow us. We're going to be. Uh, um, we'll post any announcements about uh, speaking engagements or places we'll be, so you have an opportunity be able to hear the message live and in person so uh, we appreciate any support we can get because we really want this to be ultimately a people's movement this isn't just about a candidacy it's about a freedom movement for Americans to reclaim their country and I mean Americans of every color every creed and that's what we need to do I just want to be a part of what's already underway
1: There it is, man. Vince, I appreciate you coming on the show, my brother. CoakleyforCongress.com, folks. Make sure you guys check that out. You can also find him on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, What's your Twitter tag, Vince? Vote
2: Vince. Very simple. Vote Vince.
1: Vote Vince, folks, on Twitter. Find him on Facebook. CoakleyforCongress also. Hey, man, God bless you, my brother. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
2: Hey, God bless you as well. Thanks for the invitation, man. I've enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. Have a good night. Uh, you so, too. that was the amazing Vince Coakley came through, folks, to drop some lines on you guys and let you guys know what it really is, despite what you may have heard or what you think you heard or what you think you saw. Vince told you what it really was and what it really is and how he really feels. And uh, and I thought it was great i him coming on the show and clearing up some things and solidifying who he is. Letting you, guys, letting you guys know where he is and, and what he believes and what, what his intent is. It's always important that we know the intent of the candidates before we actually vote for him. I mean, it's not one of those things that you approve and then have to read it, hint, hint. Not going to get into that right now. But anyway, folks, that's it. I appreciate you. Shout out to my brother Spike Cole and that segment. That voter ID segment was uh, sponsored and promoted by him. We definitely appreciate you, Spike. As always, much love to you. And uh, Coakley for Congress, make sure you check that out, CoakleyForCongress.com. Shout out to my brother, Tim Johnson, from the uh, Frederick Douglass Foundation, one of the original founders of the national organization, Frederick Douglass Foundation, a God-willing institution, folks. Trying to tell you. Shout out to Tim. You know, we love you, brother. You're definitely in our prayers. Society.com. Don't forget us, folks. That's where we're at. We can use your donations as well, trying to do something in the lives of others and we're trying to promote fathers the way they are intended to be promoted, the way God intended fathers to be promoted. That's a job that's going to last a lifetime, so we definitely can use your assistance and your support. And as always, krpradioshow.com. Let a friend know, man. So remember this, folks, if you don't take anything with you, remember God is love, love is God. Always communicate with people And you are B-I-G In my book folks We will talk to you guys next week Looking forward to having Greg Brandon on I'm not sure if it's going to be next week or the week after But we will let you know Be on the lookout for it on the Facebook page One love I got to talk I got to tell what I feel I got to talk about my life as I see it Biggie